What's up everybody, welcome back to my channel. We're gonna be doing a really, really quick recap of the 18th episode of this season of Teen Mom OG, which so happened to be the finale episode as well because I was away for a couple of weeks. I did California for work and came back and packed up and left for Mexico the same day as well. So now that I'm back, let's jump into this episode. It started off with chatter about Ryan and Mackenzie announcing their pregnancy. Macy told a friend of hers that she's not confident that them being pregnant means that he's committing to a sober life because he he still has not submitted to a drug test and this is like seven months after her initial asking and then we see Ryan and Mackenzie over at the gynecologist and he looked like he couldn't be any less interested in his wife or their new child now meanwhile in Michigan Caitlin comes home in time for Christmas and talks about her aftercare plan to see a therapist at least once a week and get a new phone that doesn't include social media and of course as we all know because of her incessant tweeting Kate never really did follow up on that I do have to note though that Kate looked absolutely miserable the entire time. Tyler even took her to go check on updates on their new house and everything that he had done while she was away. And she just pretty much sat in the shower the, the whole time and looked a hairline away from crying. I found it to be quite ridiculous that Amber was considering a few options when it came to Leah telling her that she didn't want to see her for the weekend because she wanted to sleep over at her friend's house. Her options were this. First of all, she was like, I'm considering telling Leah one day that she can't like go and sleep over at a friend's house because I need to spend that time with her. And then she was also saying that she wanted Gary, uh, not even like I wanted and I hope, but more like I expect to be a priority for Gary so that if things like this happen, he will switch weekends with me and make me the priority. It was like, girl, you've got like how many 52 weekends in an entire year to spend with this girl and you spend like how many days in a whole year probably like a dozen you know per gary and christina and even leah sometimes in the way that she talks about not wanting to go to the washroom alone without you because she's not sure um if you'll be back when she gets back or um that wasn't her exact words. sorry her exact words were she doesn't see her enough so she wants her with her everywhere when talking to her trashy cousin crystal amber basically insinuated that her daughter was being ungrateful for the fact that she's only staying in Indiana for her. She's like, if it wasn't even for Leah, I wouldn't even be in Indiana. I want to live in California. Amber, girl, you sleep all damn day. What is it that you're going to do any different in California? Sleep on a different bed by the beach or something? Like, I don't understand why you think California is for you. This was the same thing with Caitlin and Tyler. It's Caitlin specifically. Like, Kate, what's your ass going to do in California? You don't do anything in your own state as it is. And California is not going to change that. Now, Speaking of Caitlin, she sits her husband Tyler down and tells him that she's still battling really bad anxiety and wants to go back to the treatment center in Arizona. Guys, I'm sorry, but like I've said, this is excessive AF and Kate literally, I don't think she was even there for like over a week at that point. She did not even try for the sake of her husband and her daughter to be present and to commit to her aftercare plan. What's the point of consistently going back to therapy, treatment, if you're not going to do anything when you get back home, of course you're still going to have anxiety when you get back from a rehab stint. You know, like you go from being in this sheltered world where you have no responsibility, no crying baby, nothing to do, to being back home in the real world where things happen and things trigger you. It, it's just a fact of life. Like work on dealing with those things while you're out there instead of expecting to magically not have any of that 
anymore. This woman has access to the best doctors, therapists. She's got a, a, a therapy horse that she doesn't even bother to visit. And here she is talking about, oh, I need to go back for another six weeks because I still feel anxiety. Really, girl? Really? She mentions the fact that she feels like her meds are no longer working. But if this is your third stint at this rehab facility, maybe the facility isn't working either. Or maybe you need to focus on how to continue to heal yourself and continue on your journey because that's what this is, a lifelong journey outside of this facility alongside your damn family. Back in Tennessee again, Ryan's parents talk to him about his sobriety and he assures them that having another family member to be sober for is going to help him and that he's not worried about his sobriety. But guys, he looked high as a kite here and I could have sworn I saw a few heroin nods in there as well. Now, back to Caitlin again. When she called the rehab about going back, they literally recommended to her that she try outpatient treatment locally. And Tyler as well tried to steer her towards that option, but of course she'd rather just run away completely. Honestly, I feel like Caitlin's big issue at the moment is the fact that she never really properly bonded with her daughter Nova, and she's feeling really guilty about that. And I'm not saying that she can't feel horrible and bad for all of those things, but living in a rehab facility for three quarters of the year because of things like that to me just seems very disproportionate, but I digress. And let me just add this, her being so absent is harming Nova and it's gonna create this never ending cycle of like people suffering from um, absentee parents. And Tyler was very justified in feeling pissed off at her at this point. And you know, also, 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 how amazing is it that Kate cannot last like a couple of days out in the real world for her family. But when MTV comes calling for the reunion specials and different little like specials like that, she is up ready and looking happy as a pig rolling around in mud. Next up in what is probably my favorite scene of the entire episode, Tyler sits down with his sister to talk about how he pleaded with Caitlin to think of Nova um, and not go away for treatment again and instead think about outpatient rehab. He told her outpatient rehab was best for Nova and inpatient rehab was best for Kate and all Kate said was that Nova would manage and he was absolutely stunned by that considering the daughter is like three years old and saying something like that is really callous and cold because a three-year-old does not manage anything. They are just experiencing what they're experiencing and processing it, you know, in a really probably rough way, feeling like really abandoned by her mother. He also told Amber that um, Kate saying that Nova would just manage reminded him of their father Butch explaining away his drug addictions harm on them by saying that, you know, they had a good mom, so he was never really ultra worried about them. He's like, oh, because I'm a good dad, you think you could just walk in and out of my daughter's life like that? Really? Well, maybe I'm not good enough for you. Maybe we shouldn't be together. And I was giving him a standing ovation. I really hate to say this, but Tyler, you are so much better than this. She just does not seem to try from what I'm seeing on this episode. And I hope he follows through with that one day, but Sadly here, I think Kate is the type of person to threaten suicide if you leave her, and that is a form of abuse, you guys. If anyone ever does that to you, it's a form of abuse. So I don't know that he'll ever be able to really walk away from her, at least not anytime soon. Now, we see Macy's elusive mom in a scene of this episode, and she looked forced to film at gunpoint, and the two of them just talk about how Ryan's still not sober despite expecting a new baby. And then we head on back over to Ryan, who seems to be suffering from like some drug-induced chills. You was like complaining about freezing and literally shivering in the middle of summer in damn Tennessee and acting erratic as hell, always needing to pass out throughout the episode. He just kept saying he needed to lie down. He was feeling sore. He was feeling cold. He was feeling sick. It sounded like someone trying to like 
detox to me. It really reminded me of that, what was that girl, Alla from Love After Lockup. So at a certain point, he and Mackenzie arrive at their home and he goes, is it cold in here or is it just me? And Mackenzie's like, no, it's not cold in here. He's like, your attitude, Mac, damn it. I think we should separate for nine months. I don't think I could do nine months with you. This man literally told his wife, expecting their first child together, that he doesn't want to be with her throughout the pregnancy, come back in nine months. And this is after him already telling her the other episode to call him when their child is three years old. Look what you married into, Mac. Now, before we get into the final last scene of Kate, let's talk about how crazy it is that Amber Portwood seems to think that, quote unquote, putting herself in prison makes her a good mom just because she did that for a couple of years. No, it really doesn't, girl. Kicking your drug habit would make you a good mom, things like that, but going to prison because you can't be bothered to go to a rehab doesn't really make you a good mom, dum-dum. So anyway, in the final scene of the episode, I have to say that I literally felt sick watching the way Kate treated Nova and just seeing how devastated Nova was when she realized that her mom wasn't coming back. Like, it was a really rough watch. Poor little Nova has had so many, like, heartbreaking scenes this um, season. It was really hard to see. So anyway, Kate was driving her to school and she hadn't really mentioned that she was going back away to treatment and so, Nova asks her if she's going to be picking her up. Kate says, no, your daddy's going to be picking you up. And at that moment, Nova realizes that she's probably not going to be seeing Kate for the next long while. And she just starts crying and saying, I don't want to go to school anymore. I don't want to go. Don't make me go. It was just so, so hard. And Kate seemed pretty cold about the whole thing. And I get that she wanted to put on a brave face for Nova, but I do feel like she probably could have explained it a little better or taken more time aside with her to make sure that she understands that she loves her. And even though she won't see her for quite a bit, she will be coming back and like better than ever, stronger than ever, all of that. But she didn't get any of that from her mom. And it was hard you guys that was a really difficult scene to watch and I'm sad that this season ended on such a really I don't want like is it somber note or just difficult note like it was devastating to me to see the way Nova reacted and how smart she was she's only like three years old and how smart she was to realize that this meant that Kate was going away. I really do wish Kate would have told her because, you know, being away for like what almost two months is hard on a toddler like toddlers are they just love you and want to be around you 24 freaking seven. And when you're not there, they feel it and they feel it hard, you guys. And then we saw Tyler see her off again. And you know, that's all I gotta say there. I do wish Kate would have stuck to outpatient treatment and um, focused on her, uh, not sobriety, on her recovery a lot more. Cause remember earlier in the episode, she mentioned how social media was triggering enough that she needed to have a phone without social media. Yet here she is to this day, still living and breathing on social media. Like it's gotta be frustrating for Tyler to watch her not really pay that much attention to her aftercare. And again, she did do a podcast episode recently where she admitted that she was gonna get around to seeing a local therapist and all of these things and she just never did it. So Tyler, if you were gonna throw in the towel, I, don't, I wouldn't consider you an awful person to do that. I can understand you being fed up, especially considering how this type of stuff impacts your daughter. You guys, what did you think of the finale episode of Teen Mom OG? I have to say that it was pretty juicy and deep and I was quite impressed with the amount of content we got, especially considering how dull the previous episode was. Leave all of your thoughts and opinions in the comment section down below. And as usual, we'll chat. This is gonna be on my podcast as well, so make sure to keep an eye out for it. 
You can also like this video, subscribe for more, feel free to share it with your friends as well, and follow me across social media where I absolutely love chatting with you. That's all for now. Thank you so much for watching, and I'll see you next time.